the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. This is going to be our Halloween weekend edition of the show, so I want you guys to all have fun while you're out there trick-or-treating. Make sure you load up the car and get into the richest neighborhood that you know of and bring home all those fun-size, or excuse me, king-size candy bars. Um, always use caution when opening possibly dangerous and or notoriously boring candy like raisins. And parents, also be sure, impose at least a 20% surcharge and storage fee on said candy from the children. They certainly do not need it all. Today on the show, I wanted to let you know one thing that's going on locally. There is now a fundraiser going on through the Penguin City Beer Company. They have um, a GoFundMe that got started for Miss Krista Harrison. She is a 17-year-old who is a victim of shooting on the South Side in May. She is now paralyzed. And she is in need of a wheelchair so that she can leave the hospital. So these guys started a GoFundMe. And I believe they're already up to over $13,000 in just a couple days. So if you can, please go hop on any of their social media websites and um, help out in any way you can. I know that they're giving away a lot of prize packs for the winners. And they're going to have a lot of raffles. And other companies from, from around the area have jumped in with them. So check that out. Today on the show, we have... Luke Schuster, one of the MLO bros, and we want to thank him very much for coming on because we want to talk to him not only about his show and about his company, but also about some of the things that he has been covering in depth with some of the key players in our community. So Luke, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the invite. Like I, uh, like I said, uh, Isaac is, uh, is mad at both of us for not doing this with him, but he's actually doing our real job as loan officer, so he'll, he'll get over it. He's all right. Absolutely. So we're just going to be two silly guys talking about serious things here while he's actually making yep. bacon. Exactly. No exactly. Cool. Well, it's good you guys can do it as a team. I think it's really fun that you guys have that dynamic that you're able to at least bring around a partner wherever you go. I'm sitting here by myself throwing jokes off the wall and I might like him, but that don't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it definitely helped. We've actually talked about that where like one of us was like busy or, or it's harder to do a show by yourself for sure. Cause then you're kind of, like you said, you're joking around. There's no one to go back and forth with. So I don't, I don't know if I can pull it off. That's all right. You guys do great. So tell me a little bit for those who don't know you, you guys have a pretty good social media following right now, but that this podcast thing is not your main gig. You guys are Mortgage loan officers, is that correct? That's where the MLO comes uh, from. That's it. And not a lot of people, I, th I think, realize that. You know, we'll, we'll have people say, oh, you're the Milo brothers or the, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny. But, yeah, we're, we're loan officers first. I've been a loan officer for probably almost 20 years now um, since I was in my early 20s. And we, uh, or I opened a branch, oh, two years ago in Poland, my own branch uh, for Nationwide Mortgage. So it's kind of like my branch, but we work for them. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like the insurance gig where you have an insurance company and you work for State Farm, you know, same kind of thing. Uh, and I, as soon as I opened that up, I hired my little brother, made him a loan officer. And then we hired his roommate, O'Keel, who works with us. And we have a, a processor named Tracy out of Columbiana. So I'll tell you uh, yeah, what, we, the uh, insurance people keep it really tight because one of my good friends is, is George Passis over there at Mill Creek. Mm -hmm. And yeah. his sister has a you know, a state farm branch with her husband. Like, yeah, there's something about that industry, man. It, it, it's not even just the, it, it's, it's, 
I know my brother's a hard worker. I know his roommate O'Keel's a hard worker. And it's like, I, I'm going to hire people that I know are going to work hard. You know what I mean? So, so that way you succeed. And it's, yeah. you know, keep your, it's like, uh, it's like a, it's like a King's court kind of thing. You want to have all your, your people around you, so to speak. And you know what I mean? And, and I hired the, the best, the best guys you could and the best, uh, best uh, processor Tracy you could. So that's awesome. But we, yeah, it's been super busy, super awesome. And, uh, it's also, uh, given us uh, a lot of basically freedom to also do our podcasts and, and, and our hobby, so to speak. So. so how did this podcast start out? What was the initial intent? What were you guys looking to do? Well, I opened up my, uh, my branch in 2020, right before COVID. Uh, so it was like January, then COVID hit, hired my brother, and we're both like, oh, shoot, what are we <laughs> going to do now, right? So... We're sitting around and trying to figure out how, what we're going to do. And we're like, you know what? We both watch uh, Joe Rogan or listen to Joe Rogan. We both watch, you know, the podcasts are getting bigger and bigger. It's like, what if we just do a podcast? You know what I mean? Have local businesses on. Now, uh, I didn't want your sleeveless shirt to give you away or the fact that you're called the bros. Uh -huh. But I had a feeling yeah. that Joe Rogan start, had, a, had a part in the origin story. <laughs> It's totally true. I mean, he's, I mean, we watch it. I listen to him every day. I mean, he's awesome. And you can kind of tell he's way smoother than us, but you he's can kind force. of tell our, our, yeah, our format is, is very similar to him with, but it's my brother and I, yep. um, just because of that. And, uh, we, we basically, you know, co we were like, let's start. So we kind of just started having businesses on local politicians and it just snowballed into this Tuesday and Thursday thing. We make funny videos every now and then uh, with uh, different, like, I don't know, on our Facebook page, we had, we, re we we bought a giant billboard and we put it in Poland. I don't know if you've ever saw this thing. And we reenacted step for step the scene where they saw the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. No. But it was, it's the billboard instead of, it's me and Isaac being the the people that see the dinosaur it's really funny so we I do that it. we do videos with the dancing lady in Poland we do different stuff to have fun too so oh yeah but I mean you been... guys are everywhere you're 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 in city council meetings and you're also uh doing ghost hunts so yes. I bet you know yeah, we, really we have one tomorrow that's really we're, we're, cool we're we try and have as much fun. You know what? And it's like, everybody's like, I can't believe we do all this stuff and what you guys are doing. It's like, it's like all of it's fun. And that one time I ever thought, oh God, this sucks. You know what I mean? So a yeah. uh, couple of weeks, what, uh, over the summer, we went to the uh, Ohio's, Ohio Reformatory, which is a 250,000 oh, yeah. square foot house. Yeah, it was nuts. And uh, we're up till 3.15 in the morning looking for ghosts in this old, old that prison. That is a creepy like, place, man. Yeah, wow. it was nuts. Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, yeah, Friday night, uh, tomorrow night, we're going to the uh, little smaller version, but supposedly the Poland Fire Department, it's like a 200-year-old building that they remodeled, and it's haunted. And I have had all these firefighters, like, you guys, you guys are messing with stuff you don't want to mess with. I'm like, get the <laughs> hell out of here. And they're like, no, like, the secretary that worked here for 20 years would hear stuff, stuff would get thrown at her. I'm like, get the hell out of here. So that's oh, wow. tomorrow night. Bring your uh, oh. proton packs. Have fun yes. with that one. <laughs> the holy water in a proton pack. Stand back to back. So we'll, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So that's tomorrow night. And then, you know, we're still knee deep in the political stuff that we were talking about. I mean, that's, I feel that's all we're doing every day right now until this election. It next is. Week. I mean, and so I got to say, main reason I wanted to have you on here is because you were so 
um, ready to take on this issue that had come up on social media. I think I forget who originally posted the letter. Um, from, oh yeah, from uh, I think it was Calhoun, or uh, mm -hmm. right. So it was his initial letter, and then also we heard about the uh, meeting with the police officers through the grapevine, yeah. and that really started everything in terms of intimidation tactics on city workers. Yeah, it's the whole thing, man. The, and it's like a right, the farther you go, the deeper it gets. And it's like everybody's saying different stuff. So, I mean, do you want me to set this up? I, I explain yeah, it. Yeah, because I really, I'd like to give everybody a little backstory of how this yeah. all came came to play. So the city of Canfield is, is run by what's called a city manager. Yep. And think of it like superintendent runs the schools and then you have the school board who is basically making the overall policy sets and decisions about yeah. sets the tone. Or a better comparison is a CEO and a board of directors of a business, right? right. The CEO runs the show. So that's what the city manager is and the uh, and this the, the city council. So we've noticed that we've been kind of, we've been all over, his name's Wade Calhoun, since we started doing this because we noticed things in Canfield that there were issues. Like they have super high water bills, uh, in the city of Canfield that we, you know, we've, we've messed with. Uh, there were a couple other issues as far as uh, they tried to pass a tax tax abatement for new houses in the city of Canfield, which as loan officers, like, that doesn't make any sense because Canfield, You're giving the money away, basically. You're giving money away and then the school wasn't getting taxed for it. And you start messing with kids and the money that goes to the schools, I'm going to be all over you, which we were. Sure. So... Then this past summer, we caught wind of a letter that was pulled from, I guess, well, let, let's set this up. The, there are pub, there's the Public Works, which is the Water Department Street Department in Canfield mm -hmm. that formed a union in 2019. Right. They have been negotiating with Wade, who is the CEO and the council for over almost, almost two, almost almost three years mm -hmm. back and forth back and forth so then this year in june the union started to make moves the national union started to make moves on the city to send basically in representatives pressure. send in uh, representatives leave they weren't getting anywhere right so then the union by a guy by the name of uh mark goes ahead and says in June, we are going to do these things and we are going to create, uh, create and bring up charter amendments to change the government in Canfield. There were three charter amendments. Fairly One, bold for uh, someone from out of town. Extremely bold, <laughs> extremely bold. Charter amendment number one, was to give the people a chance to vote out the city manager with a right. uh, basically a 50% vote. Referendum. That, a re right. That is a unique thing that has never been done before. So yeah. that is kind of like from the union, a FU to the city of Canfield saying, hey, you're not going to, you know, this is, this is going on. You're not going to do it. Number two was limit the terms to two from years. Four to four, two. Right for the city council and yeah. then the third one was to not use and spend city government money on political personal stuff you can't use it to politically spread stuff so anyways the union did this and i, and I truly believe it it is because 
of the negotiations, right? Well, it, again, if you want to look at it, if you want to look at it, uh, amendment by amendment, it's, yeah. it's pretty hilarious because it's directly, <laughs> it's it's a direct directly shot. related. Like, yeah, let's yep. say that there might be how many instances and how many hundreds of years of public works yeah. people using company time for, you know, political yeah. um, motives. Well, it just so happens that one of them is directly related to this case. So it, it might right. be a good idea in theory. However, there is no reason, you know, you're you're a, a solution in search of a problem. Right, exactly. So so anyways, these the one that really fired up the city manager, Wade Calhoun, obviously is the one that said you are going to have an opportunity to get voted out of office. Right? And furthermore, the because the... Um, the change in terms was something that was actually just going back to old precedent right. because it used to be, uh, it used to be two, and then right. they changed it to four within the last decade or so. Uh, and yeah, I was going to say it's like 2012, 13, something. Like yeah, that. yeah. So I mean, it's a fairly quick turnaround in what they've already just voted in. But yeah, that first one right. has got to be what had him shake. <laughs> right. So him being the CEO. And this is where we have an email that was pulled. I guess they did a court subpoena. The 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 uh, the uh, union did a court subpoena. Yeah, did a did a uh, subpoena. Grabbed. Yeah, what would you? What was the word you said? That was way. That's Boya, the, right word the Freedom of Information Bingo. Act. Yes. Exactly. That is the word. Pulled all the emails, and they found an email from Wade to the city council admitting. He pulled in the public works people who, who were basically part of this charter amendment, the people that were setting up this charter amendment, and basically threatened them Berated with them. their jobs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, saying, and, and if you're part just, of this, you're going to be held responsible. Yeah. For the record, though, not that many people in uh, in the union there in Canfield. It's like a handful mm -hmm. of people. Six. But, Six right, people. exactly. So this is all over that many positions. But... It is the principality of things there, Smokey, yeah. as they say, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, you know, they said that last night. We had, if you, uh, you can watch it on our on our. Facebook I caught some of it, yes, speech. it was very good. Yeah, we had Wade and we had the council president, John, on, and they Morvet, said, well, it's Morvet. only six. Morvet, yes. Yeah. They said, well, it's only six people. And Isaac immediately was like, six people who have family, who have kids. Who you know haven't who have been negotiating? Who you're threatening? Supposedly threatening, and they yeah. just kind of sat there and didn't say anything when he when he hammered them with that. Right, because so, let's just say that union enrollment uh, swells to ten thousand in the next yeah. ten years. Well, guess yeah. what? It had to start somewhere, and those six people either were under threat or they were able to, you know, organize right. peacefully as they're supposed to be able to at this early stage. So right. So so then so they have this meeting. He basically, and he admitted to saying, you will be held responsible for, you know, he said that, which to me is, we're going to fire you if you screw around with us, right? That, that's, yeah. that's the way I would enter. So then nothing changed. About a month later, the public works employees were pulled into a meeting. This is the best. Where, this is the best. Oh, it's time. unbelievable. Where armed police officers, not in uniform, yep. in uniform, not representing the city, however, that's what they were saying. No, representing the police union were told you are they're basically threatening them, belittling them, saying you cannot do this, you're gonna mess up Canfield, how dare you? Again, uniform police officers. And the problem is with that, Wade is in charge, is the CEO, he is in charge of the police department, he is yeah. in charge of that. 
regardless of what goes on with the union, those are his people doing that during work time. That's the problem that I see there. So, And, and um, as many have said before, it's an optics problem. Yes, <laughs> it is an optics problem. And, you know, we've had optic problems with way before where we were kind of going back and forth on our Facebook group, Everything Can Feel, concerning the water. And he got on on the city of Canfield page onto our group and said, as the city of Canfield, this is not a place to discuss this stuff. If you need information, you come to Wade Calhoun, you call me, you email me. Social media is not to, like, it That's was like not a, a good mom. move. That's a bad move. No. That's a Karen move. No. You bet you, you'd be better off well, getting a burner account for that one. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you what, you screw with me like that on Facebook and you come to me like that because we took Isaac and I took that as a direct whatever towards us. And yeah. we haven't laid off of him since then. So, right. so yeah, it's not something you do. So your, your freedom of speech is actually just as important as his. Uh, yeah, he's a government entity. I could actually turn that into that was a government entity trying to suppress people's leaning on speech. Yeah, absolutely. Leaning on it, which they're not allowed to do. So anyways, uh, last night, it all, well, we had, about a month ago, we had Mark Brooks, who is the, the union representative on right. our show, and he was just unloading on the city of Canfield, on Wade. Um, you could watch all that stuff. I mean, it was brutal. And I kept inviting the city of Campbell. I was sending them emails. I was sending them Facebook messages, all the things. I'm like, and, you know, my brother, I'm like, there's no way these dudes are ever going to come on. And then last week, I said, hey, we'll come on your show. We'll talk about it. So then last week. I was night, very surprised and happy for you that that happened, my yeah. man. I, I, well, it was the best thing they could do. I mean, really, yeah. you got to cut it off because if, if you don't cut it off, people are just going to keep making up well, their own here. assumptions and stuff. We just have to look at how we consume things, because if yep. this is the forum where most people are getting what they would consider to be misinformation, then they need to yep. go to that direct source so that they can rectify whatever they feel is, is not correct. 100%. And, yeah. and, and I, was, I was happy they did that, honestly. And it was not, we were not mean, we were not, we were very professional, but we did ask Wade a lot of hard questions that he answered good. You know, we asked him, are you, you know, obviously he denied it. You know, yeah. oh, I, I in no way threatened them for their job. I in no way did this. I know, you know, and and I respect him for coming on. And this is what we kind of ended it with. I think with this whole thing, the truth is somewhere in the middle as always, mm -hmm. right? You have, I think you have Wade, who is definitely bossy. That's his job. He's a boss. I think he definitely pulled these people into, he admitted he pulled these people into a meeting. What went on in that meeting? We don't know. There's no way to know. But I'm betting, he, you know, if you got an email saying your job's at risk and this is it, I'm betting, I would bet money he pulled those people in and threatened them, right? Now, and, and saying that, I have to agree that that's probably how it played out. Yeah. But when you look at how soft money from all the different corners of this country are being funneled into places where that, you know, whoever is giving it away thinks they can make the biggest political bang for their buck. Things yeah. like having outside people, influence oh, yeah. citizens coming into your town, trying to dictate policy, just, you know, basically stoking fires, rabbling the rouse, and it's not your actual citizens doing it, then if you're a city yeah. manager, I would be really upset about that as well. Oh, well, yeah, 100%. And, and well, we look at it from that point of view, from way, you know, these outside people coming in, 
you have to look at it also from the union's point of view. So if the union pulls this off, right, they pull it off, they change the charter amendments of Canfield, right? They can then almost use that as an example. It's a template. Correct. For any town in in the United States. Right. My my point is is that we're going to change your charter. Why would you even, I mean, I guess they're doing it. It's a spike tour right now, but they chose a really tough apple to pick as their first one if this is how they're starting to do this. You know what I mean? Like they could have gone to some more union-friendly locales than Canfield. But um, you're right. If this does go through, then past precedent will say that they could probably take this uh, all all around the state. And, And the other thing, too, is regardless of if Wade did bully those people, Right. Let's just say he, which is a terrible thing. You know, we were, we were last night, we were blaming the council because it's basically like if you have a bulldog and you're in charge of that bulldog and it's biting people, that's not the bulldog's fight fault. That's your fault as the, you know, and that's goes, that falls on city council is, is the way we were looking at that by the end of the night. But, okay. um, but the, the, the issue is in the future. So not even with Wade. Any future city manager, if that rule gets put in place, right, that city manager is going to be making decisions that could then, when they go to make that decision, oh, shoot, if I do this, how many people am I going to tick off and am I going to lose my job because of it? That's and right. I don't think you want that in a CEO, in a superintendent position. That you know, that That is an issue. Listen, I mean, that's the whole way. reason that I, I have to actually defend Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema in wanting to keep the filibuster alive. Because yes. when a simple majority is the only thing that's going to keep you from getting ridden out of town, you're always going yep. to be making your, you know, your decisions with something in the back of your head saying that 100%. I have to just do whatever the populace says, not what I know to be the right thing. Correct. And as a city manager, sometimes you're going to have to make hard choices. As a leader of any position, not even a city, you have to make decisions that people aren't going to like. And sometimes we have to to stress the difference between a representative democracy and a direct democracy. Because a direct democracy is always going to be 51 votes out 49, and you're just going to be battling back and forth every election cycle like we do. We're trying to get rid of that stuff. So putting more clauses in that put more referendums in that, you know, bring people to decision-making in the wrong frame of mind, that, that has to be shot down. So I agree. I mean, it, as, yeah. as important as it might be, it, you wait until the term is over or if something is so egregious, then they obviously can be removed from office immediately. Yeah, exactly. By the council, they could be fired. Exactly. Right. So I don't know. The, the only other thing that we had for Canfield last night, this is kind of a funny thing, was we asked who the HR manager was, right? Because if you have a complaint. Unpaid intern. It, not an unpaid. <laughs> you want to take a guess who the, uh, who the uh, HR manager is? It's got to be Wade's wife or I don't know. No, it's Wade. <laughs> well, you're saving the, the city money. You know, but he obviously mm-hmm. didn't find anything wrong <laughs> with what he did. Right. So yeah. so the problem is having waited. We told, we actually left and we were all walking out. And uh, my brother was really funny. Isaac was real funny. And he just kind of stops us. We're all walking out to our cars. He's like, can I give you guys outside advice? And they're like, sure. Isaac, what? If you do one thing and learn one thing from this, you need to hire a, a human resources manager that is separate from Wade. 
Because the problem is, let's say he is bullying these people, or let's say he's not bullying these people. If somebody files a complaint, they got nowhere to go. Like if, some, if it is happening, they have nowhere to go. And they're like, well, just go to counsel. You can't go to counsel to, to file a complaint against this. You know, it does, they hired him. It, it doesn't work that way. It, no. So, so that was the only, that was the one main thing where like, eh, you guys need to fix that regardless of what happens. But the bottom line is with all this Tuesday, it's going to come down to what the people want. And man, I am really excited to see where this goes because it has just been, it's been, it's been better than soap operas with all this That's stuff. That's what I was going to say. We've got our own local melodrama and, yep. um, there are some real principles at play here, and it's not just about some piddly stuff. It might just no. be a couple employees, but like we say, these people have livelihoods, and it is about the principality of it all. So yep. thanks for doing what you do. Keep it up. Keep oh, up man. your real job as well so you can facilitate this fantastic little side thing you got going. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll get you, once we're out of these things, let's have you on our podcast. We're going to come on and come into the studio and hang out with us for a little sure, bit talk absolutely. about you. Because I don't, I don't know anything about you. I, one day you just popped up on a feed and I was like, who the heck is this guy? That's what we like to do. Well, I'm Youngstown bored, Youngstown bred, but now Youngstown spoken. Yeah. Awesome, <laughs> man. And, and how long have you been doing it for? Well, I'll but tell you I'm what. Gonna, I look at me. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start interviewing you now. I was gonna say box. this could go a real long way, but I'll leave it real short. I did one that was yeah. called "Born to Be Mild," and it was pretty liberal and it was pretty yeah. uh, accusatory of everything that was going on in the last administration. And okay. I gave myself a break because it was something that I prepared real hard for, and we did once yeah. a week and um, tried to be real newsworthy, and it was exhausting. So when that election yeah. happened, I said, "I am done." Yeah. But I couldn't stay off the mic for very long, and I wanted to do something local. I wanted to have interviews, yeah. you know, with local uh, yeah. stakeholders and, and people in power and, you know, kind of like stuff that you've done. And I, I yeah. come in and I see you and, and uh, the Youngstown studio and everybody yeah, has had a, a, yep. a nice good head start. So I'm just getting into the mix right now in the local ah. front, but it's been really fun. Here, here is the way we've we've approached this, and I don't know if you've noticed. We are friends with Joe from uh, Youngstown Studio, yeah. uh, Youngstown Pizza Reviews. Liz, we said this for, for since the very beginning, since we all started doing this stuff. And again, that's why I was like, when you post, and I was like, dude, post away, right? You know, like, well, actually, I said, who the heck are you? Why are you posting on my Facebook group? And then I said, oh, absolutely, post away. Yeah. Um, we are all in the same ship, and I said, you know. It's the old saying, uh, rising tides raises all boats or whatever that saying is. Yeah. And it's like it, it, any sort of support you need from from us, from Joe, from Lee, any of the – we all work together, man. So welcome welcome to the, uh, the podcast club, so to speak. Thank you very much because it is so important, man. I mean, we get more and more siloed in our houses and in our, you know, friend circles yep. every day. We got to keep reaching across and having conversations with people that we might not agree yep. with, heaven forbid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. I'll block you if you don't agree with me. That's the way that works on Facebook. <laughs> so, all right, man. Thank all right, you very man. Much. I appreciate it. No problem. We'll talk again soon. See ya. All right.